Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. This is your host, Martha Tyler. And this week, we are going to be talking about a really cool new app called Raise Kids. And to do that, I have brought on Annie Delaney. Hello, Annie. Hi, Martha. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I am so excited for you to be here and to talk about Raise Kids. I just think it's so wonderful and fun. Oh, thank you. I do too, but I'm glad you do. (laughs) Yes. Well, before we talk about it, let's hear your journey with kids, working with kids. Sure. Um, So I, I have some childcare experience. It's not extensive. Um, Certainly not the same as many of your guests. Um, I babysat for a long time when I was younger through college, um, but it was the occasional thing here and there. Uh, I went into corporate America. Um, My background is I'm a CPA and then moved on to do some other related things for um, 12 or so years in corporate America. And during that process, I had kids myself. Um, So I have right now a a four-year-old girl and a two-year-old girl. And those are some uh, of my absolute favorite ages. It is very entertaining. Yes. (laughs) Um, Frustrating at times, but very entertaining. (laughs) Um, And so I um, obviously got very into all of the parenting stuff and um, was very invested in our own childcare situation. Uh, we had used daycare for our oldest, um, one of the larger daycare centers. And then when we had our youngest, we transitioned to using home care. And um, it was then that I started to realize um, the, the opportunity for this app. So I went back to work for maternity leave after our second, our youngest, and I, you know, sat down at my desk and um, all the feelings and was like, wait a minute, I can't see what they're doing. I was so used to the daycare apps that could tell me what was going on. And, you know, we were having some trouble feeding and I was, you know, just obviously curious on how things were going with our new caregiver. 
And uh, I was just super anxious for that. So of course, found myself in the position of texting nonstop and asking how things were going. Uh, and it wasn't just the baby I wanted to know about. I wanted to know about our, our older one who was two at the time. I had just spent three months being one-on-one -on -one with her and um, or, uh, well, almost one-on-one. -on -one. And um, mm -hmm. I wanted to know what she was up to too. And it was like, there, there has to be a better way to keep parents with at-home caregivers connected. Um, I know that the daycare apps do that well, but um, there's nothing like that here. And so, you know, I had this idea, but went by a few months. So, you know, I went back to work in uh, November, a few months later, uh, COVID hit mm. and I found myself at home. Um, I'm still employed. I was working from home, but that's when I started to really see the childcare. Um, you know, I kind of always knew what it was like, but I didn't fully appreciate what it was like to be with kids as like your full-time job all right. the time. And I saw, um, you know, obviously in COVID, there wasn't a ton of things to do. And so it was just a lot of free play, like five hours of dolls. And <laughs> I was thinking, you know, I, 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 want, I want a little more structure here. I don't want it to be overly structured, but how about some activities that we could layer in here? And so I started doing it myself of looking up activities on Pinterest and Instagram and I've followed every account that I could and you spent a couple of hours a week trying to put together activities that our caregiver could do with our kids and I realized how hard it is and I'm like how is that how are there not more resources for nannies out there um it just it is an area that's ripe for some help it's such an important job yet we give our caregivers very minimal tools to do it and so that's when I started to develop the app. So my long-winded explanation of my uh, experience with caregivers, but leading into um, why I started the app. Yeah, which I think is so important because it, it really comes from this very personal place for you. Absolutely. And I think for all of us, you know, like we all everyone who is, is taking care of children in some way, whether that be from the parent side or a nanny side or daycare or whatever, um, au pair, things like that is everyone's invested in like providing the best care right. for kids. But yes, there are these like gaps in, um, I think because of the way that, our culture views childcare as, as less important, which is yeah. silly. And we all know that, but, yes. <laughs> um, the, the things like this don't get developed unless someone like you develops them, you know? Yeah. I think it has to come from, um, either a nanny perspective or a parent perspective where you really understand the, the benefits of, of having something and the need for having something, and so in, in the development process, I um, have taken the lead on a lot of it, but have tried to work with the nanny community to develop it, to make sure that it's capturing both sides because there, there are two sides of the equation. There's the parent and the nanny. And I wanna make sure you know I'm developing it from my perspective of what I wanna see as a parent, but taking into account my caregivers um, needs and wants and um, desires for features, as well as a lot of the wonderful people I've met in the community. Yes. Yes. So let's talk through the app. What are, are like your, your favorite, what is your favorite feature of the app? 
Uh, I, I mean, the activities probably stands out to me as yes. the main thing that kind of sets it apart from others because there are uh, apps out there that do the tracking, um, right. you know, and mostly geared toward babies. And like I said, I didn't want just a baby tracking app. I wanted something that was more than that. I wanted better picture functionality. We we currently use or have been using before this um, a photo sharing app that my family loved, and it's like that should be incorporated as part of that. Um, but the activities I think really sets it apart. Where where um, what, what we do is on a weekly basis we have a weekly theme, um, and publish activities six activities per week that go along with that theme. And then they're accumulated in a bank of activities that you can go back to. And so we really try to cover off on a range of science and language and letters and numbers um, and arts and crafts and movement. And we actually just um, over the last couple months uh, hired two expert nannies to help us to develop those activities. And they are just so fantastic and creative with what they come up with and the number of skills that they work as part of every activity is so impressive. And so I've just been thrilled with the, the work product that they've had and think it's just such a great resource for people um, to have as a toolkit to use. Absolutely. And yeah, even like, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've planned hundreds of activities, but there are sometimes that my brain is tired. Like, you know, right now we're at the end of the summer. We've been doing activities all summer. We've done hundreds of science experiments and like, you know, my brain is just tapped. And so to have a place to go that will tell me like, Hey, here's an activity. Here are the skills that it's checking off. Um, that takes a little bit of that mental load off of my plate is just so wonderful. Right. Yeah. And that's the idea is it's, um, should take the work out of it for you. And, you know, I, I've never been employed in a job where I didn't have some tools to support me. Mm -hmm. Being a nanny should be no different. This is the tool that's provided by a parent to be able for you to do your job. And not that you always need the activities, like you've been doing this for a while and know plenty of them yourselves, but it's nice to have something to fall back on. Um, I listened to your episode with um, Nanny Thatchy too. And I, I love the discussion you guys had on activities and your approach to it. And I really think that our app supplements that. It's, um, you know, what I love about it is it can be on demand. Right. And the activities are so simple with simple materials that, and I, I think one of the examples you guys gave was being outside and seeing ants and being really, the, the, you know, your nanny kid being really excited about ants. Well, you can go into the app and see that we have, you know, um, activities based on insects and bugs. Oh, okay. Well, what are those? All right. Well, there's a scavenger hunt that you could print to go on a bug hunt. Um, Things like that, that you can tailor your week based on how it's going and have just this toolkit to pull out what you feel like at the time and be able to go do it right away without a lot of prep work. Yes. That is so wonderful because yeah, like, of course I could think of like, okay, I want to do a bug scavenger hunt. But then I have to go into, you know, a document making tool and make the document and print it out or sit down and write it and 
I am currently working with three boys and there is no time to sit down and write it. You know, like we either have to be like out the door. Um, as soon as I mention an activity, then we need to start it right then. So I have to have all of my ducks in a row. Um, yeah. And the app like really helps with that. Cause it's like, here are all the things you're going to need. Right. Here's exactly how to do it. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Now I don't, I don't have to, yeah, do as much like thinking, um, in that moment. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's, that's probably my favorite feature itself, but I think my favorite thing about the app overall isn't necessarily one feature. It's more that it's a combination of features. Yeah. Talk to me about them. Yeah, so it's um, these three. So it's the, our event log, um, we have our activities and we have photos and videos, which all complement each other well. And then soon we're launching with um, a schedule uh, and care section, which is about um, tips for safety and chat. And so it's the, the combination of them that makes it really powerful tool that it's, it's your toolkit to be able to deliver that high quality care. Um, but the, the output of it is what I love for both sides, for the parent and for the nanny. So for, um, you had mentioned earlier, you know, um, societally, culturally, um, the work of childcare isn't always recognized that well. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it's because the work is invisible. Yeah. You know, it's a, yes, you took care of kids all day, but, but what was that? And I think our way, our, our app gives a way of making the work visible where you can see, hey, I did that bug scavenger hunt today. Okay, well, what, what sort of skills did that work? That's all documented as part of the app. Um, and so to be able to have a record of what you did during the day, as well as seeing what activities that's tied to versus just this idea of activities, you can actually see the skills that are being built as part of it. You can see the photos and how much fun the kids had. Um, and it's just a way of making yourself really feel like a professional. Um, like this is your tool to deliver that professional work. And this is your output of your work. And the parents absolutely benefit from that because they see the impact that you're having on their kids. Right. Yes. And I, I think that it also ties in with the, um, the episode, like a conversation about communication. Like it's a great way to communicate because not only, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. So like you're sending pictures of what you're doing, you're, but then you're also able to say like, we did this activity and without having to type out (laughs) a ton of information, the parents then, if they're curious, can like see what that means um, right right then. And, uh, and I, I just think that that's so wonderful. The furry princess, a tale about a princess with a tail. This children's book follows princess Sasha a tiger about to receive her royal tiara as she makes new friends and finds self-confidence by learning ballet. Follow Sasha on her journey to become the Furry Princess. Available for purchase at thefurryprincess.com. I am curious um, about the, so for the picture, because I haven't sent a picture with the app yet, Mm -hmm. um, does it download to your phone or is it just hosted on the app? 
it's hosted on the app unless you want to download it to your phones. There is a download option, but we host it. Um, Beautiful. I yeah. love that because I have <laughs> 14,000 pictures on my phone <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. That's the literal number. Um, <laughs> and that's the hard part. It's like nannies take pictures so much. We know that. Yes. Um, and, and the parents, you know, see it sometimes through text, but it's hard to organize those photos. And so to have a shared album is just such a wonderful thing to be able to scroll through those memories. And not only that, but you can share it with your extended family too. So when we were at our daycare app, um, it would, it could only be us, the parents that were on it because it was controlled by the daycare. And so they only invite you as the parents. So we would, you know, screenshot them and add them to another one. Um, and what I wanted to do with this is make it parent controlled. The parent, the parent owns this app for themselves. So it can transcend relationships with nannies. It can, um, they have control over whether the grandparents can see it, aunts, uncles, um, whoever, and then they invite other the caregiver to it. And with that, that means that my parents can see it and comment and like and download. Um, and so can my husband's and all of our extended family, which just makes it a, like a, a closer feel for everyone. Yeah, for sure. And especially, you know, this last 18 months, we've, we've yeah. been so spread out that a lot of times, you know, grandparents don't really know what the kids are into right now because they haven't been able to see the day to day. So this is just a really lovely window into like, you know, little Tyler is really into ants right now and um, things like that. So that, you know, they, they just have that window, which is really important. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. So tell me about this chat feature that's coming with the the new version. So this is my version of um, not wanting, our au pair's name is Bruna, um, Mm -hmm. not wanting to um, invade her space at 11 o'clock at night when I have my thoughts of what I wanted to say for the next day of things to be prepared for because I know I need to be out and doing something early. And um, the chat is meant to be a non- um, intrusive way of communicating those thoughts. Um, not only that, but you can, it, you can communicate with anyone who is related to the child and a quote unquote relation, like invited by the parent to the child's account. So, um, Bruno could text my parents, um, my sisters, um, my grandpa, my grandmother, um, whoever she wanted, but I think what it likely will be used for is people who have multiple nannies can communicate with each other to make a clear handoff there um, and to concentrate conversations on childcare to a specific place versus having it in my iMessage and chat, my uh, WhatsApp and all the other places where we're communicating. Yes. Yes. And I have, (laughs) I have before like, you know, been like friends with a, a boss mom on Instagram. And so like, we'll start a conversation there and then, (laughs) you know, we're over talking on chat and and things like that. So (laughs) sometimes it's like, wait, when is swimming and where is that chat? (laughs) 
Um, that's yeah. really lovely. And and so for the scheduling feature, is that like when the nanny is scheduled? Is it the kids' schedules? Like I just mentioned, swimming. Is yeah, it all of the yeah. above. So it's um, it can be both. So every piece of the app comes from a personal need from me. <laughs> So the scheduling part came when we started signing our kids up for things. And there was, um, you know, once COVID opened up or for the few weeks that it did, right. um, the, we had swimming lessons and gymnastics and tennis and um, school certain days, like a preschool program. And uh, I had to write it down on a piece of paper and like put it somewhere for uh, my husband and Bruna to see like there's got to be a better way. So let's build the scheduling into the app where it's, it is intended to be forward scheduled events. Um, it can be recurring events. It could be one-time events. Bruna can also enter her schedule or I can enter her schedule. We're working on getting a way to accumulate that so that you can see the hours worked in a week. We don't have that yet, but that's on the docket because I've heard from others that that's very important. Um, but you can at least have a, a schedule out there to say if, you know, if Bruna has a day off, she can log that she has a day off. Um, and it's meant to keep that communication open and everybody on the same page of who's, who's doing what, when. Yes, that that's really, really important because yeah, it, it, it changes quickly, you know, like, and, um, or it can change quickly. And sometimes also, like I've said on here lately a lot, like time has ceased to really have meaning to me. And so it's like, when was my day off? Like, (laughs) you know, so I, I think that that's all really, really (laughs) so important. Um, and then I also love this, this care, aspect and, and that that's focused on safety because I, (laughs) I think that sometimes, um, caregivers, both sides, uh, sometimes don't know about a safety thing Mm -hmm. and get embarrassed (laughs) to ask about it. Um, and to be able to like, look it up, (laughs) (laughs) from a reputable source because that's the other thing is sometimes like you go online trying to find safety information and it's like people just yelling at you for doing it badly yeah so (laughs) it's nice to have like a a way to check in with some of that stuff yeah we um I mean, I experienced this as a new parent not knowing much about how to care for a child and have been learning mostly through Instagram, which is somewhat embarrassing to say, uh, but it's the truth that there, there are a lot of great resources out there, um, but I don't always go on Instagram to absorb all of that knowledge and then I miss it. And um, there were some car seat safety things that I should have picked up on or water safety tips, um, choking hazards, um, safe sleeping. Those are all really, really important. And they're things that I, I don't have a formal education on as a parent. Um, many caregivers do have some amount of education on it uh, or have learned through experience, but not all do. And I'm sure plenty could use a refresher as well. Even grandparents that are going to be caring for kids, things have changed in how to, how a little one is supposed to be put to sleep as an infant. Um, choking hazards are not well known. Um, and those are things that anybody who's going to be watching our kids, I really want 
to be aware of. Even when you're childproofing a house, you know, all your windows are supposed to open from the top down to avoid any sort of safety like fall risks. Um, so if you are renting a house, you pull up the checklist of how to childproof your house and you go right through it and say, okay, are there any cord blinds that I need to think about? How should these windows open? Is there a pool? Is it a four-sided fence? If not, we need to make sure that we're thinking, we're solely aware of when that child is leaving this, do this door. Right. Um, and just things that you don't want to have to think about, but you need to. And I used all... Um, reputable sources to come up with it and take took a while to make sure we did all the research right. And I, I really hope that provides a lot of value. I mean, that's the part that means the most to me, if that can help people be prepared to keep their kids safe, um, then we did our job. Yes, absolutely. And it is, it's it, it, like, you know, you said the cords and I was like, yeah. And that's something that like, you don't, think about when you walk into a rental space until a kid is already tangled up in them. Right. Oh, it's a scary stuff to think about and, and preventable if you can identify it and just be aware of it. And, you know, no one wants to think about these instances happening, but you can be more confident if you are aware of them before. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then are, are there other things of specifically about the app that you wanted to highlight or um, that you're really excited about? Uh, well, we are. So as I mentioned, those features are coming soon. So September 2nd is when we're going to release that version 2.0. And uh, we're going to have a live event around it. And so we have a couple of great guests and a lot of um, giveaways that we're doing. Um, uh, Sarah McAllister will be a guest who I know is very well known in the nanny world yeah. um, about safe sleeping and a couple other topics. Um, we have uh, a woman who is an expert on feeding and how to prevent mealtime meltdowns. So those will be our guest speakers. And we have our team of um, people from the nanny community who are working with us, who will be there to talk about a new community that we're building as part of all of these um, uh, development efforts. So we're going to uh, have a new Facebook group that is just for nannies that are on the app or caregivers that are on the app. And it's meant to be a space for childcare professionals, whether you're in it for a year, whether you're in it for as a career for 10 years, you're, you are providing a professional service. And we want to give you a resource and a place to be able to go to have your questions answered, to be able to know where to go for continuing education, to know how to use the app, ask questions about that, uh, and a, a community to, to, um, to be there to provide those resources and guidance for you. Yes, yes. And I think that that's so needed. And it's, it's great because, um, Sometimes on some of the really big <laughs> nanny forums, um, they can get a little bit uh, out of hand. Um, yeah. And I, I think the mods are doing an excellent job. This is not me going after the mods. It's just hard when it's like anyone can join. But I, I do feel like, you know, raise kids like will be a great space to be able to ask questions and and be with other career <laughs> childcare professionals. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, it's people who 
see themselves as wanting to provide that professional care. Um, and I, I'd say whether you see yourself as a career nanny or not, um, you know, you, you want to provide a valuable service and you have downloaded the app because you're seeking a way to do that. And we want to provide you the resources that you need to continue that, whether it's in the app or out of the app. Um, and by joining the Facebook group, you'll get um, first month free to pass along to your family. So I, sh I should mention that the app, like I had said, it's parent owned, nanny led. And so the parent pays for it. So there is a free version that anybody can download and you'll have access to the event log, um, some uh, limited storage space on photos and then some of the activities so you can explore and, and start to use them. But the app really unlocks more when you're in the premium, mm -hmm. uh, premium version where you'll get the schedule, care, chat, and all of the activities and tons of storage space for photos and videos. And so that's really the place that everyone should be getting to, but it, it is great that it's available for free so that you can explore. Um, but I, I realize it can be a little bit strange for a nanny to approach their family to say, hey, can you pay for this? So we want to alleviate that burden a bit by um, giving them the first month free by being part of this community and trying it and seeing if it works for you. I love that. I love that. Does, let me ask you this, does, um, like, do you, then does the family have to pay for a membership and the nanny and, and they also pay for the nanny's membership or does it? No, it's a family membership. So okay. yeah, so you pay for, so I set myself up and pay for just me. Um, and I add as many kids as I want. And I invite the caregivers to that. I invite my extended family to it. And it's all covered by the same membership. Wonderful. What a bargain y'all. <laughs> um, cause that's, that's awesome. I, cause I was curious about like those extended family members, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, uncle Joe is like, yeah, I want to see the kids, I guess, but you <laughs> have limited access for the extended family. We have full access for caregivers because yeah. they should be able to see every part of it. And, but you know, there's only so much that I want uncle Joe to see, um, they don't need to see every time my child has a diaper change so they can right. see all the photos and videos. Um, but, and they have the chat feature, um, but they, there's nothing else that they have, um, uh, the full access to. They have that some makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. It really feels like you have done such a wonderful job of, like you said, like knowing it from the parent side, and then taking into consideration the nanny side and like bringing on nannies to help make it serve everyone and, okay. and therefore serve the children. Right. I mean, that's the end goal. And I know that there's a lot that I don't know. And, you know, if we were to speak at this time next year, I'd probably even be saying there's plenty I didn't know now. And I, so I'm all ears and my job is to listen and figure out what the community needs. I mean, I know what I want from a parent perspective, but like I said, it's only part of it. So I am excited about the Facebook community because I will be in it all the time as well. And I wanna hear what people are saying. I wanna hear their questions, the additional features that they want um, and really make it the app that is for the community. And we, I've been so fortunate to have met such great people, including yourself in the community to, um, to welcome me as part of it and to provide that honest feedback. And I, I hope it keeps coming. Yes. Yes. And that willingness to listen 
so crucial. I really appreciate that. Of course. Um, and yeah, I'm sure you will by this time next year, like have a totally different perspective. And that means like you're down the right path, you know, like, yes, yes. Let's hope (laughs) that means, yeah, that you're, you're onto something. So for nannies who are listening or parents, any type of caregiver who's listening, um, where can they download the app? So on the App Store or Google Play, it's available. Um, you can just type in Raise Kids, R-A-Y-Z-K-I-D-Z, and you should be able to find it. You can, of course, go to our website to raisekids.com and get some links directly to download it. Wonderful. And all of that information is down in the show notes. Um, and then also, where can nannies go to find out more about the Facebook group? Sure. So we're going to do our live launch event September 2nd. Um, So check us out on Facebook to see that. We'll talk about the Facebook community on there. Um, And then we'll start to communicate out when it's open. We're aiming for shortly after that event to have it open. And um, we'll, anybody who's already downloaded the app as a caregiver will receive an email about joining it. And then any new ones will receive an automated email as well. So as long as you download the app, you can get into um, the Facebook group. Perfect. That makes so much sense. Uh, I, I just really love all of this. I think it's so wonderful to have this app that is like developed to help make our job easier. I just think that's wonderful. Oh, thank you. I, and I so appreciate your you um, playing around with the app to explore it and um, and your feedback and and I hope we can continue to add to features and make it what is really you know the app that nannies use as their toolkit for um, delivering their high quality care that they want to. Yes, and for nannies listening out there, like join this Facebook group and we can together like help make something that is one, like such a good tool for us. We can help make it even better, finely tuned to our needs, which is so exciting. I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Is there anything else that, that you were hoping we would touch on that we didn't get to? I think we covered it all. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did too. Awesome. Okay. Well, Annie, we end each episode with a cute, fun story, and I hear that you have a good one. I do. It's a, it's more of a heartwarming story. So I love that too. It's in one of the Facebook groups. You're probably in it as well. And a nanny had posted about her former nanny kid having um, had a hard time, and she had a, um, kidney surgery. It was her second kidney surgery, I think, and she'd struggled with a condition all her life and um, was just in need of a pick-me-up. And so what we did was um, I, I saw that and she had asked for cards for, for her former nanny kid. And um, I said, well, we have this app where we do tons of arts and crafts, some of which are cards and um, lots of people waiting to do things. So why don't I create something that people could do? And so I asked her, what her former nanny kid liked. And she said, you know, mermaids. So I developed a mermaid card and had everyone um, created it as an activity on the app. And we put it on our social to create cards and send them to her. And um, it was just such a, a incredible opportunity to be able to take our community that we have and 
um, mobilize it for good and have, you know, all of our kids at home understand what it's like to be empathetic and to think of others. And I thought it was just such a great way of um, supporting people in our community and teaching valuable lessons. And so we sent her the cards and um, we sent her a little mermaid box of things too. And I got a picture of it and she was so adorable. Um, and that was just a really nice thing to do. And it's something I'd like to continue doing if people have instances of their nanny kids or other nanny kids or anyone that they know who's in need of something, you know, we have this great way of mobilizing um, a community of people who are love doing arts and crafts. So feel free to send them our way if, if you do hear of any. Oh, I love that so much. It was very cute. That is. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, I do feel like I saw that post and then, you know, a whirlwind of. Right, right. But that what a what a great way to like, yeah, just reach out and make someone's life a little better. Yeah, right. And the kids enjoy it, too. And they learn about, um, you know, being there and being um, thinking of others and what they can do. And so it's just a total win win. Yes. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Annie. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Oh, thank you. I so appreciate the platform and I really enjoyed our conversation. Me too. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. I love providing Chronicles of Nania to you at no cost. So if you love this podcast, please consider donating by clicking the support the show link in the show notes. I also totally understand if a donation isn't the way you can show your support right now. Another excellent way to support the podcast is to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Those ratings help other nannies and caregivers around the world find Chronicles of Nannia. Also, if you love the show, tell your friends. Word of mouth is so helpful to get the word out about the podcast. And truly, thank you for listening. It really means the world to me. The Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Tyler. Artwork by Noni Blastodon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudios.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.